So this week on the Red Light Edition, I understand I am probably going to lose, I want to say, a handful of people because of the subject matter. I am not here to upset anyone, nor am I here to have you angry with me. What I am here as my calling from the Lord is to open your eyes and perhaps your ears to what you may be deceived by or you may not even know. So the full concept of today's video, I will not be speaking over these videos. I want you to please listen to all of these videos that I have made into this montage this week. The links for all of these videos will be in the show notes. I am not pulling anything out of context. I am just clearly showing you that sometimes those that we admire most are the ones that maybe we need to discern the most. So again, I hope that this week you'll come with an open heart, a biblical interpretation of what you're about to witness, but most importantly, that you would be discerning in these last days. Everything that I am showing you here today, the first two videos especially, are very old in content, the video quality, the 14 years old, and then the rest, you can just connect the dots of everything that is happening in our world currently under the guise of a Jesus movement. I'm going to say this and talk about this today and today only, and I will never bring it up again. Perhaps the birth of the great apostasy was actually what was born in America and the world and not the actual Jesus revolution or revival. I am technically, and anyone else who is a Gen Xer, is a child, is a product of this supposed Jesus movement. The fruit clearly is very low-hanging, very rotten, because how can a Jesus movement be snuffed? I'm going to be 51 in August. I was born in 1972. So how can this particular so-called movement, using my age, be snuffed so quickly, so rapidly, in just a shy, short 50 years? Jen... Exes, um, we raised now the millennials, and now some millennials are raising Gen Zs and Alphas. We are more godless, we are more lawless, we are more debased, we have more debauchery than ever before. So perhaps whatever mantle, whatever calling you guys think Lonnie Frisbee had, because he didn't, it was not a move of God, but a move of Satan. Again, we have to hear what people say. And I want to say boldly and proclaim it loudly on this podcast that I will stand behind 100% those who are calling this out. I will stand behind, exhort, and contend a group on Facebook. I will stand boldly behind Spencer Smith who boldly proclaims and calls this out. And I will stand behind, even though it's very challenging for me, any Calvinist who also does the same. I am reflected to a scripture verse, and I'd like to read that, and then we can dive in, or you guys can, to all of this video content that you will hear. 
This is going to be a somber moment, so there will be no memes, no anything. I just need for you to come with your ears open because I can hear it from myself. But before I do that, I would like to dive in to this scripture because this is what comes to mind when I think about us putting our favorite pastors on such a platform that we forget that our relationship is about Jesus and Jesus only. So I'm ready to see my subscription count go way down. And I've been praying and seeking the Lord. And as much as I want this channel to grow, because I do, I want genuine followers of Christ on this channel. I want people who are okay to see and to hear with your own ears and eyes. So I would pray before I read this passage and you dive into the video content that before you hit that play button, that you would just stop and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you truth if it's truly indwelt in you. And I will leave it with this before I read the passage of Scripture. The Holy Spirit within me is grieved. Why would that happen to so many of us where we're grieved when we hear and see what we hear and see today in these churches? And yet there's so many people where your spirit is not grieved. Prime example, at the conference over the weekend, we were talking about certain things. I was with somebody. And in a very sinister manner, it broke my heart. She laid her hand on me and said, I am so sorry that I am not as holy and perfect as you, Kim. That grieved my spirit. Because people want to be entertained. People want to love a movement, love a pastor. So that is my heart's cry. That is the spirit within me is so vexed at the state of our churches today and are compromising people at the pulpit. You pray to the Lord and say, give me eyes to see and ears to hear. I just truly hope that if the Holy Spirit is indwelling you, that it grieves you like it's doing so many of us currently. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning in verse 4. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given you in Christ Jesus, that in everything you were enriched in him, in all speech and in all knowledge, even as the testimony concerning Christ was confirmed in you, so that you are not lacking in any gift, awaiting eagerly for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Verse 10. Now I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree that there be no divisions among you, 
but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I have been informed concerning you, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. Verse 12. Now I mean this, that each one of you is saying, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Has Christ been divided. Paul was not crucified for you, was he? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Let's take a quick break. Everyone is podcasting these days. If this is something you want to do, or you're already doing it, I would recommend using Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. I currently use the Blue Yeti. Buzzsprout is an extremely user-friendly platform, and I could not be happier with their services. There are so many things that this site allows you to do, from your show being listed on every major podcast platform, to the audio player that you can use seamlessly on your websites to the detailed analytics of what we, come on guys, the podcasters want to see. Don't lie, I know you look at that too. We want to know who was listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening. There are zero hassles because Buzzsprout provides these tools and more to help promote our podcasts. Fellow podcasters, do we not work hard? Well, I am here to tell you that Buzzsprout works even harder to make our podcasts stream streamlessly. Yes, I know that's not a word. If you want to join a company that already has over a hundred thousand podcasters, click the link and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. This will get you a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. And in addition, of course, it'll help support our show. Don't delay. Start Buzzsprouting today. And one night we were sharing our testimony in the church for the first time. And we were at the altar praying that night. There were 15 of us at the altar praying. And the Spirit of God came through a prophecy with Case Smith and said to us, Because of your praise and adoration before my throne tonight. And he was a little whacked out, but he was powerful. God's anointing always. Oh, got on him, people copied him, tried their best to do like he did. Lonnie gets up on this bench and he yells, here's this little skinny guy with long hair, and he yells, hey, hey, God loves you, come to God. And all these people just got up off their towels and walked forward and got down and, and they were weeping as he was leading them to the Lord. This woman uh, leads, she starts leading this man in and she said, we were over at Calvary Chapel and they told us to come over here that somebody would pray for my husband, he's blind. He looks at the guy and he goes, in the name of Jesus Christ, you can see. And the man got his sight back. Everywhere Lonnie would be, God was doing things. I 
I've got a deer skin to be my mantles. And I painted a picture of Jesus on it, and I wore it like a cape. So when I would pray for people and the Spirit of God would come on them, I'd take off my cape and throw the mantle over the top of them. He got the idea that if he put this sheet over people, they would manifest Holy Spirit and begin speaking in other tongues. And it did. A few, it, this happened that way a few times. Oh, then he thought, this is how This is how. This the is his Spirit. ministry. Lonnie got up there, and he waved his leather coat, and uh, the power of God would come, and people would be falling all over these, these old pews in these uh, Baptist churches. And Lonnie would start climbing over the pews and laying hands on people, and he'd say, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. And he'd hit them in the forehead, and they'd instantly begin to speak in tongues. So I was, I was blown away by that. Okay, I have a little story to tell. And we want to bring the broken and spilled out and the easel right up here front and center, if you would, Caleb. This is my buddy Caleb, who's a pastor in Novato, California. And this is my friend Barbara Irvine. She's also from Novato, California. <clears throat> Yes, and this is her work. I'll tell you a little bit about this in just a minute. She also did the storm here and several of the other paintings. But uh, what happened was, and I'm glad that Brian and Jen were, were leading worship tonight because this, this story has a connection with Bethel Church in Redding, California, and the, the way that they have faithfully stewarded the presence of God for more than 10 years now, the way that they have faithfully stewarded the presence of God for more than 10 years now. There's so many miracles that have happened in Bethel that have been documented that you can't count them anymore. Um, anyway, what happened was um, there was a young man by the name of Lonnie Frisbee. Have you ever heard of him? Lonnie Frisbee uh, was touched by God and um, in the Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco began to minister as God ministered to him. And within just a few years, the greatest move of God in our lifetime that we are all beneficiaries of tonight was begun. It was called the Jesus People Movement. Do you remember that? Some of us are old enough to remember it. Others just heard about it. Lonnie was, was used in the miraculous, and he became, by God's grace, the face and the catalyst for an entire movement of young people that came into the kingdom almost overnight by the tens of thousands. You might have seen pictures. We just passed the 40th anniversary of the Summer of Love, 1967, 07 was the, 20, the 40th anniversary. And uh, <clears throat> you might have seen some of the pictures of Lonnie baptizing thousands of young people in the Pacific Ocean. You've seen those pictures? Now, Bill Johnson has taught us that we can only receive from what we honor. Now, Bill Johnson has taught us. Now, Bill Johnson has taught us. Let me say that again. You can only receive from what you honor. If you don't honor something or someone, you can't receive from them much. 
And so we all know that we're broken and spilled out. We're clay vessels. We have flaws. Lonnie had flaws. But we're not honoring the flaws. What are we honoring? We're honoring the anointing. When you see the anointing on someone's life, you say, God, I want what they have. Give me a double portion of what they have. And so Kevin Dedman, who's a pastor at Bethel Church in Reading, and uh, he was praying and he said, basically, God, give me the mantle of Lonnie Frisbee. These guys at Bethel are crazy. They go after mantles. If they see the anointing in past history, they're just like, I want the mantle. So Kevin's praying like that, and he's, he's searching all over the place. How am I going to get this mantle from Lonnie Frisbee for a new Jesus people movement? And he comes to Caleb's church in Novato. And he's asking around, does anybody know where Lonnie Frisbee you know, lived or where the House of Acts ministry was or anything about this Lonnie Frisbee guy? I've been praying for the mantle of Lonnie Frisbee. And this beautiful... 70-year-old woman, Barbara, stands up. And she says, in the middle of Caleb's church in Novato, California, where Lonnie's ministry and life was based during the Jesus movement, she says, Lonnie was like my son. He lived in my house. Lonnie moved with me from Costa Mesa, California, where he was, to Novato, California, when he was a teenager. I'm his art teacher. And in fact, 20 years ago, Lonnie prophesied over me. And he said, Barbara, when you're 70 years old, a man's going to come looking for my mantle. I want you to give it to him and to a whole generation for a new Jesus people movement. <clears throat> Imagine the drama. And then she puts the clincher on it. She says, I'm 70 now. Let's take a quick break. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as guests, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper. Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. That was last year. So actually... Banning Liebscher was telling this story last March at our Thunder on the Mountain conference. And Caleb was there. And Sean leans over to me in the middle of the conference and he goes, that happened at Caleb's church. And I said, dude, I am so going there. 
I am so there. So when we launched the burn in Novato, I said, Sean, you have to take me and you have to set it up that Barbara would pray over us and release this mantle on us because I don't want Kevin Dedman to get it all. And so we went and we launched the burn and in Caleb's church and Barbara prayed over us. And when she laid hands on me, she said, Lord, open up his head. Take him up into the inapproachable light. I'd never heard a prayer like that. I'm telling you, that must have been a Lonnie Frisbee prayer. And she said, that's what he prayed for me. And when he prayed that, I went up into the unapproachable light. And so we feel like we received something very powerful that night, didn't we? The three of us. And as I was sharing with Barbara about what was happening here and the revival that we feel we have momentum for here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I told her about Shatter and I said, would you come? She said, not only will I come, she said, I'll go with you anywhere. She said, I'm getting my PhD in art and traveling all over the place, but this is better than a PhD. I said, Barbara, I want you to come and I want you to release this mantle on a whole generation for a new Jesus people movement. So that's what we're here for tonight. Okay, now, by the way, just by the way, she says, you know, I have Lonnie's easel that he made with his own hands in my art studio. I said, you have that? She said, yes, I have it. And she said, I'm going to give it to you, Keith. And I, I, I usually don't react this way, but I said, no. <laughs> so you can't give me that. It's too precious. She said, it's already done. And so she shipped the treasure artifact to my house just last week. And when I pulled the box from UPS in the door off of my front porch, I felt the Holy Spirit. I felt the Holy Spirit. I felt the Holy Spirit. I felt the Holy Spirit on the box. And every time I walked by the box, I would get hit by the Holy Spirit. 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 It was the strangest thing. This is an old piece of wood. But somehow, <laughs> the bones live. Somehow, there's residual. So what we want to do tonight, and I'm going to let Barbara share for just a minute, but what we really want to do is take a few minutes and ask God to mark young and old for a new Jesus people movement. Now, some of you, as I've been sharing, your heart is just pounding out of your chest. You're marked. Some of the rest of you, you're just getting it right now. You're marked. My friend John Paul Jackson prophesied over me in 1992. He didn't really know me at all. Out of the crowd. 
one of the things he said among many is he said, God has already earmarked you for the revival that's coming. The entire rest of the words that he spoke over me have already been fulfilled except that one. So I know that I know that I know that I know that we are going to get to see revival in our day right here where we live. <clears throat> so here's what we want to do. I'm going to let Barbara share. And then if this is you, I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to come to the front. Okay? Do it now. If you feel like you are marked for this revival that we are already in the beginning stages of, I want you to come. And I want you to begin to receive even now before we pray. And here's what we're receiving. God, we ask you now for the mantle of Lonnie Frisbee to fall on an entire generation. The miraculous evangelism, revival, miracles, miracles, power. That's what we're asking for. We haven't even really asked for it yet. I just wanted to tell you what I'm going to tell you. All right. So you receive that as Barbara shares. A generation ago, there was great favor on a young man that was charismatic, that had the spirit of Elijah upon him. <laughs> he was broken. He was spilled out. He was repentant. The presence of God moved with him. He was charismatic in every way. And he paid the price. He followed. He followed the Lord fully. There was no compromise. He lived in my house, yes, for a short season with my husband, my family, and I. But he was on a quest. And he went out searching. And he found the Acts. He found at the Acts 2 house where young people from all over the Bay Area began to gather. And it was out of that that the Jesus West Coast movement was emerged. And he was the first one. He told me when he saw me in 1985, 20 years ago, he said, Barbara, he said, I have three things to tell you. He said, I carry one of the seven lights of Catherine Kuhlman. One of the seven. Number two. Yes, the first one again. I carry one of the seven lights of Catherine Kuhlman. Number two, I was the first one to say, come, Holy Spirit, at Calvary Chapel. That brought down the charismatic movement and the workings of the Holy Spirit for our last 25 years. I was the first one. I was the first one, Barbara, and he called me <laughs> Sister Barbara, which is good. He was my student. He was precious. He was 16, 17 years old when I knew him. He was a beautiful young man. He was very, very small. He was blonde. He was lovely. He was wonderful. He was hurting. He was a victim, but he was beautiful. And favor fell upon him because of the repentant, broken heart that he had. And when he went out to find God, he searched with all of his heart, with all of his soul. And he did not compromise anything. And he never went back to the old ways. He fully followed. And when he did, he indeed went to Gilgal, where the reproach was washed away. And indeed, he went to Bethel, where he dug his wells. And those wells were subterranean, the Abraham, the Isaac, and the Jacob wells, and he dug deep. 
And there he took the anointing oil and he poured it on the rock, which was the rock of his salvation, was Jesus. Lonnie did this. He did this at Bethel. And Bethel is the place, indeed, where there's an open heaven and the angels are ascending and descending. And because he was an artist and because he could see and he had the vision of a seer, he was prophetic in all the things that he did. And it was that angelic visitation over his life that brought him into favor, favor, even with Catherine Kuhlman. He traveled 10 years with her all over the world. And then when he saw me, the third thing he said, he said that there would be a laying on of hands and there would be a release, that it would come. And he knew that he wasn't going to live long. And somehow, some way, into this old school teacher, I was 50, my jubilee year then, 20 years ago, somehow it came to me and I've been saying, okay, Lord, this is really nice, but what is this? And oh my, <laughs> I mean, trust me. It's hard to know that this is real, but it is. It is so real. And so Lonnie prayed for me, and my, all of me literally opened up. And today, this afternoon, I went back to the third heaven in prayer, the third heaven in prayer, the third heaven in prayer, the third heaven in prayer. And I had gone there when he prayed for me some 20 years ago. And it was a place of indescribable peace because there's a covenant of peace for you tonight. Father God, he is a covenant-making God. And he said in the book of Malachi, through the prophet Malachi, he said that before the spirit of Elijah would come, that the children would turn to their parents and the parents to their children. And John the Baptist was indeed the first great... uh, forerunner and today we see the same spirit of Elijah falling upon you and the river is flowing the river is flowing it is pouring pouring out of Havilah Havilah it is flowing 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 let the river flow let the river flow let the river flow let the river flow the river flow let the river flow waters to walk in waters to kneel in waters to swim in in the current of God in the deep place of God where deep cries unto deep in the wellspring of God will burst over you and billows and waves will burst over you for everything planted by the river of God remember a river has a natural deep trench where it moves in and the waters of Jordan have overflowed right now over the whole world but it's where you pay the price you're uncompromised it's where you pay the price at Gilgal at Bethel at Jericho the place of battle and even past that to the river Jordan and now now father father you have promised in your last days that you would pour out of the spirit of God would pour down out of heaven and your sons and daughters would prophesy your old men would dream dreams and young men would dream visions and release it in Jesus name receive 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 out of heaven right now in Jesus name even the outpouring of the Holy Spirit we speak oh silver and gold have I not but such as I have given you in the name of Jesus receive the anointing of the spirit of Elijah let it fall oh let the man and Elijah said to Elijah what would you like and Elijah said I want a double portion 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 and the mantle fell and he picked the mantle up and just like Elijah he touched the waters and they parted and everyone said he has the spirit of Elijah upon him 
and he smote the waters and they separated. And did you know that the mantle has the stones of the ephod? And they are the stones with the names of the children written upon them. And this is indeed the mantle today. Let it fall, God. Father, we release the anointing for a new Jesus people movement tonight, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Let it fall on us, Lord. Let it fall on this generation, Lord. Let revival come, Lord. Let revival come to America again, Lord. We release it. We release the mantle of Lonnie. We honor the anointing that was on his life, Lord. And we say double, double, double Lonnie Frisbee, double Catherine Kuhlman, double Azusa Street, double, double, begin to cry out for double portion. Double, 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 double. There is a lot of things about Lonnie's life that did not make it into the film. Um, why do you think they chose to focus on the things they that they did and not to go into all the other areas? Because it wasn't a film about Lonnie. It was a film about this movement. And this movement wasn't just about Lonnie. It was about Chuck Smith. This story was about Greg Laurie's you know, coming of age spiritual. Why are you making a movie about Lonnie Frisbee? It's not a movie about Lonnie Frisbee. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a movie about the Jesus movement. Yeah. Lonnie Frisbee played a role. To not put him in there is to edit history. Yep. Chuck Smith played a role. It shows how I came to faith, Kathy came to fire. faith. I mean, During Christ that. appeared to Lonnie in a vision that told him before he ever met Chuck Smith that he was going to bring thousands of hippies to himself, to Christ. And, and he looked out over... You know, he looked out in this vision at the Pacific Ocean, and instead of being filled with water, it was filled with people, with with hippies just yearning for for God. And that's exactly what he did. He also professed to Greg Laurie that he saw that God was going to use Greg to to minister to thousands of people as well. And I mean, Greg Laurie has these uh, harvest crusades. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I went to one in November. I spoke at one in November. There's forty thousand people there. And, uh, and 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 probably over a million people have have I think I forget the statistic, but uh, I, over the last thirty years or whatever, however long Pastor Greg's been doing this, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not over a million people, have have seen Greg Lloyd preach. So um, he was prophetic, he was apostolic, he was charismatic, and and he worked with the Spirit intimately, and he was he he was in love with Jesus Christ. But it's another world. Yeah. And so what was it like for you to just suddenly become immersed in this? It's also a Christian world, mm -hmm. but it's a completely different Christian yeah. world than Catholics are used to. Yeah. Well, I think I think my introduction to this uh, ecumenical sense of uh, uh, fraternity uh, happened, began with uh, the chosen because mm -hmm. you know, Dallas Jenkins is an evangelical Christian. Um, you know, there's a, a bunch of um a variety of denominations working on that series. And when you work with each other, when you talk to each other, 
um, the thing that we all have in common is that we love Jesus. And, you know, that's, that's who we want to praise and worship. And, uh, and so, I mean, they're, they're brothers and sisters that are separated from us, right? Um, denominationally, but we're still all part of the same body of Christ. In poking around about Lonnie Frisbee, I discovered that his funeral was held at Robert Schuller's Crystal Cathedral in Garden Grove, California, which is now a Catholic cathedral. It's ironic. Isn't it? So interesting. He was a big fan. Lonnie was a fan of St. Francis. 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 When he started preaching, he would... I could see that. Mm -hmm. He had a walking stick. He had a leather mantle. Uh, He probably was barefoot for a lot of the time. And and he carried a a bag slung around him uh, in which he had a bottle of um, olive oil that was stuffed with pieces of cinnamon and frankincense and he would anoint people you know like oh, wow anoint people in the name of the father son holy spirit and and uh and so he had talked about like being a, a a fan of saint francis so um before i started work i went over to christ cathedral and uh i i sat by his grave and i prayed a rosary with him oh he didn't realize he's buried there too he's, oh yeah he's buried there yeah oh well i'm gonna have to go take a look at that yeah it's 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 powerful in fact I sat down and I prayed with him. Um, the, the, the space just to his right is empty. So I got to sit down or lie. At one point I even lied down because I just thought it would be kind of interesting to try to connect in some way. That's probably more information than you need or may even want to publish. But that said, uh, I, you know, I, it's the truth. And so I finished praying with him and I said, Lonnie, I want to honor you with this film. And I really want to, um, to, to, to bring justice and, and, you know, the testament to the gifts of God's grace and, and powers that you, you know, displayed while you were on this earth. And so if this is a good idea that I do this film, have somebody give me a sign. Give me a sign. Have God give me a sign. Mm-hmm. And the minute the words left my mouth, behind me, there was a door open to the cathedral. And this giant chord rang out for about five seconds. And then from the organ. From the organ. Wow. I hadn't heard it before. And that's the very organ that used to be there when it was the Chris. It's the same organ that when it was the Crystal Cathedral. Mm -hmm. It was sent out and refurbished and whatnot, but it's the same one. So I heard that and I was like, okay, thanks for that. (laughs) See that no one misleads you. The Bible is clear that the last days will be filled with false teachers, deception, mockers, lawlessness, those who love themselves, those who will be unloving and unholy, those without self-control, those who will pretend to know God, yet they are simply whitewashed tombs. There will be no great end times revival. Just a great last day's deception. Scripture warns that people will creep into their churches unaware. Who are those creeping in and why are they doing it? The church in the last days will be full of compromise, deception, and a lack of discernment. 
Life Clips will contend earnestly for the faith, as Jude 3 instructs. Warning, the red light has been turned on. Grab your Bible. It's time to expose the dark.